Welcome to the Daily Devotion with Pastor Terry Reynolds. It's so good to be with you today as we continue along in the story of the gospel. Again, as we read yesterday in Luke chapter 2, and the shepherds returned, returned back to their flock, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they have heard and seen. And it was told unto them, now the eighth day were accomplished for the circumcising of the child, and his name should be called Jesus. So as it was told unto the, to the shepherds, now we're seeing the story being unfold of the life of Jesus. See, underneath the law, the child was to be circumcised on the eighth day in order that he might have the mark of the Hebrew nation. God gave the right of circumcision to Abraham. Remember all the way back in Genesis is part of the Abrahamic covenant that the sign of the covenant was circumcisions. This would have them stand out as being God's people. It was really a picture of cutting away of the flesh. So, so it was symbolic of, of the nation, of, of God's nation, of his people would be living after the spirit rather than after the flesh. And certainly that's what the Hebrew nation was to be, representing the Lord, representing him and the things that he had done and what it was it going to do. And that's truly who we should be, living after the Spirit, that we might be God's ambassador to this world, sharing the things that God has done. And we see, as he tells us there at the end of verse 21, he says, and his name should be called Jesus. And what a glorious name, Yeshua. Isn't that a beautiful name? In fact, in the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 1, verse 21, we read, And his name shall, his name should be called Jesus, for he should save his people from their sins. Jehovah, Jehovah is salvation, is really what he's saying. And so it tells us in verse 22, he says, As it was written in the law of the Lord, excuse me, verse 22, and when the days of her purification according to the law of Moses were accomplished, they brought him to Jerusalem to prepare him to the Lord. As it was written in the law of the Lord, every male that opened the womb shall be called holy unto the Lord, and to offer a sacrifice according to, to the law which is said in the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves and two young pigeons. So now they have moved from Bethlehem to Jerusalem. As they're going there, for they're obviously dedicating their boy unto the Lord, their boy Jesus, and going through the purification. They went to offer a sacrifice. I think it's interesting, a two pair, or I mean, excuse me, a pair of turtle doves and two young pigeons. See, this really speaks that Mary and Joseph were truly poor. Because in Leviticus chapter 12, verse 8, it tells us if, if you can't afford anything, you could just offer a couple doves and a couple pigeons. But, of course, there are those um, who would like to say of Jesus that Jesus was really wealthy. And he could support his ministry. That, and that's why you know it's okay to have a lot of money because, remember, Jesus received all that gold <laughs> from those, those wise men as they came to see Jesus, they, how they brought gifts of gold. Well, here in our story, it, when they did offer them gold, it couldn't have been much because here as they go to the altar, they just offer, as those who were like them, who didn't have much money, 
a pair of turtle doves and two young pigeons. But now we get the shift changes a little bit. We're there at the temple as they're offering up their sacrifices. And then we find this man, Simeon. As we see this beautiful story, behold, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. He was described as a just and devout, waiting for the consolation of Israel, waiting for the Messiah is actually what this is saying, waiting for God's promise to be fulfilled. And we told, and we're told that the Holy Spirit was upon him. What a good man. God's anointing was upon him as he knew the scriptures. He knew the promises that, that were going to be filled, that those promises of the Messiah. And it was revealed unto him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Messiah. What, what a beautiful little picture that we have here. As Simeon is, he's seeking the Lord. He's waiting for the Messiah to come. And God speaks to him and says, you know what? You're not going to see death until you see the Messiah. And he came by spirit into the temple where when the parents brought the child, Jesus, to do for him according to the custom of the law, which we had just read. And he took him up in his arms. He took Jesus and he blessed God and he said, said, Lord, now let thy servant depart in peace according to your word, for my eyes have seen the salvation of God. My eyes have seen thy salvation. What a beautiful picture. Remember earlier where the angels declared, there is born in the city of David a Savior who is called in his name Jesus, for he should save his people from their sins. In Matthew chapter 1, verse 21, we we, we, we just read, or as we saw, that that's going to be his name. And so now we see this godly man filled with the Holy Spirit as he takes the child holding Jesus. I've seen your salvation, which you have prepared before the face of all people. Notice, God had a plan of redemptions, redemption from us for, I think, all the way back before even the garden. Notice the salvation is not just for the Jews, where he says, you have prepared a, before the face of all people a light to lighten the Gentiles and the glory of thy people. Jesus came truly to save the sins of the world. And Joseph and his mother marveled at all those things that were spoken of him in verse 33. Again, we find Mary just marveling at these things. And Simon blessed them. And he said unto Mary, his mother, Behold, a child is set for, uh, set for a fall and the rising of many in Israel for a sign which shall be spoken against. It's kind of a strange prophecy to speak about this little baby. He said, This child, this young child, is set for a fall and a rising. See, again, Israel did fall. Jesus predicted it later in his life, as you can look at Matthew chapter 24, read ahead if you like. He said that the temple would be destroyed. Not one stone would be left standing upon another, and the people were going to be dispersed throughout the world. The fall of Israel, that happened. But he also said, set for a rising again. The rising again is interesting enough and has already begun. You remember back in our history, in 1948, where Israel once again became a nation. You can't deny that. The rising again, and we have now seen this 
seen this happen is that glorious psalm we read, when the Lord shall build up Zion, then shall he appear in glory. So the birth of the nation of Israel and the rising up again of the nation is one of the most important biblical prophecies that we have. And the Lord is coming soon. I really believe that. Can you picture this as going on in the temple? Is this this fellow, anointed of the Holy Spirit, gives this beautiful prophecy, speaking to Mary and Joseph of what's going to happen to their son. And then as he goes on, he tells us, Yea, a sword shall pierce through thine own soul also. So they're set for a fall. The Messiah was going to be rejected. He was going to hang on the cross with the accusations written over him, the king of the Jews. And when Pilate washed his hand and said, I'm innocent of this man's blood, see ye to it. And they responded, his blood be upon us and our children. And that horrible proclamation was fulfilled. And Israel fell for 2,000 years and was scattered and was dispersed throughout the world. And when Mary stood at the foot of the cross, and saw her son hanging there. A sword pierced through her own soul. Do you see in verse 35, it says how a, a, a sword's going to pierce through your own soul. Seeing your son hanging there on the cross. The suffering that she must have felt must have been overwhelming, knowing what she knew about Jesus. Holding these secrets deep down within her heart, know, knowing how the angel had told her, but seeing him despised and rejected and being ridiculed. Don't you know that a sword did pierce through her soul? Even as this godly man predicted, as, even as Simeon had said, a sword shall also pierce through the, thy soul. Even a sword pierced him. It also pierced her soul. I'm so amazed as I look at these scriptures, as you and I gather each and every day, as we see the evidence of the, the truth of God's word, the Bible prophecy, how it interweaves throughout the scriptures, I'm excited to be with you next week, I mean, tomorrow, as we continue to grow, as we continue to dive in into the word of God. And so I just pray that this day that you can rest assured the truth of God's word, that Jesus Christ truly is Jehovah to us. He is Jehovah is salvation. And so until tomorrow, may God richly bless you. Bye-bye now. Thank you for taking part in today's program. We would love to hear from you. You can email us at terryreynolds at agapechapeloc.org. Again, that's terryreynolds at agapechapeloc.org. Or you can write us at Agape Chapel, P.O. Box 4023, Huntington Beach, California, 92647. May God richly bless you.